the Iowa caucus. I watched that thing last night, and let me tell you, boy, Trump just ran away with that. I mean, right from the beginning, I don't know, was it AP or whether it was uh, Fox News, one of them called that thing right away, like 7.30. Trump's the winner, that's it. And, you know, of course, Haley's camp and even DeSantis' camp, they were all upset. But I found it to be somewhat anticlimactic because... You know, we knew what was going to happen there. And I think at this point, I mean, there's still like a couple of percent that are straggling out there. But if, I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not uh, wrong here, I'm pretty sure that of the 99 counties, Trump carried 99 counties. Now, there's a question about one of them. I think they were one point apart between him and Haley on one of the counties. So 98 out of 99 or whatever it is, he's carried them all. It's awesome. So he ran away with it. And I think what Republicans should be doing now is what Vivek did. He immediately picked up the phone, conceded to Trump, and told him, I'm throwing my support behind you. Now, that's what we need to do. We need to unite as a party behind Trump because he is the only one that can beat Biden or, you know, whoever else uh, they throw at us at the last minute. And we know they're going to throw somebody at us, but it's not really all that important. Um, Biden is kind of in a precarious place right now because at any moment in time, he could slip you know, slip on a banana peel, and that's the end of him. So who are they going to throw in the mix? Well, you, we already know who that is. I mean, who did DeSantis um, they had a debate, right? Who did he debate? Yeah, Newsom. There's, why would Newsom bother debating DeSantis if there wasn't something in the background that the Democrats had up their sleeve? So that wouldn't shock me at all. But in my opinion, most of the Republicans that we're hearing from now about the Iowa caucus, uh, they're all still kind of, you know, well, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, nothing. Uh, Nikki Haley may be polling well in New Hampshire, but I don't believe she's going to win. And even if she pulled out a squeaker, it's really a nothing burger. Why? Because the people in um, New Hampshire, wonderful people. I love New Englanders. I'm from New England, but many of them are just... Well, kind of like Nikki herself, okay? The Republican in name only. In other words, they're not really red, okay? They are basically blue inside. But mark my words, we're going to see an all-new Trump, okay? If Nikki continues on the path that she's on right now, and that path is she's starting to attack Trump. People in the Republican Party, um, we know what's going on. We're aware of what's happening. And guess what's going to happen next? He's going to tear her apart. (laughs) That's right. Because that's what Trump does. He's going to rip apart her personally. He's going to rip her apart on policies and even on her own record. Haley seems to be shifting in that direction, though. She wants to go to war with Trump. Um, I think it's a big mistake. I think she's going to wish she never did that. Because it's going to get ugly really fast. Team Trump is, uh, I think they're ready. They're prepared to unleash attacks against her and her campaign. Something the likes that I don't believe they've ever seen in their entire life. I I almost hope they do because I I think it's going to leave for a lot of fodder. I think we're going to have an awful lot to be talking about. But on the other hand, I know what's best for the party. And that is Nikki, bow out now 
while you still can, while your reputation is intact, okay, bow out now. Wait for next time. But uh, will she do that? Well, I don't think she's going to do it. Make no doubt about it, though. She's going to lose this war in the end. You know, she had the guts to, well, maybe I shouldn't call it guts, moxie, you know, to actually declare a two-person race. And she didn't even come in second in Iowa. Where does she get this from? Well, that's, you know, pretty much how the left works. They declare themselves winners even when they're losers. You remember what happened in 20, uh, 2016. Uh, that's what, oh, Hillary's got it in the bag. 80, 97% Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. It's all a bunch of garbage. They knew what the polls were saying. And that's what's happening right now. The left is trying all that they can to get behind Haley and get the Republicans, the more moderate, what I call rhino Republicans, those who you know look blue, uh, look uh, red on the outside, but they're really blue on the inside, trying to get them to surround Nikki Haley. The polls all have Haley kind of coming in second to Trump in New Hampshire. But once she starts comparing Trump to Biden, <laughs> the gloves are off. It's all done, and Trump is going to go after her with everything he has. Now, we know what's going to happen from that. The media is going to start clamoring how unpresidential Trump is and how he's not fit to occupy the White House. What these fools don't realize in the media is that this is exactly the person we want in the White House. We want someone who's not a politician, who's not going to you know, paint this beautiful story of what they're going to do and then get in and do absolutely nothing. Or kind of tell us all the things that we want to hear only until they're elected and then they just go about and do their regular you know, globalist business. Um, I think the time for that kind of politics is over. And that's why I hope Vivek kind of not just joins the Trump revolution, but that he becomes an integral part of it. Because I think moving forward, he could be an asset to the Republican Party. So what all this is going to come down to in the news over the next few days, weeks, and in the coming months, until this is absolutely solidified, this is going to come down to MAGA versus anti-MAGA. And I can prove that because all you have to do is watch or listen to any Biden commercial. And what do they bring up? MAGA. Number one, that's what they bring up. And basically, they call MAGA people insurrectionists. Or uh, we are kind of like terrorists. We are the negative aspects of America. Uh, anything that have to do with the MAGA movement is negative. Let's face it. Haley is a globalist rhino. And so she's going to be joining in with that tune, with that song of the left-wing media. Um, <laughs> you know, Trump wasn't able to do what he could have done in his first term because he was surrounded by so many of these rhino globalists. And so what they did was they infiltrated into, into uh, Trump's campaign, they infiltrated into Trump's White House, and he was greened on, you know, to all this. He didn't really understand completely. Now he knows. Now he knows. And they won't fool him the second time. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. It will not come to shame on Trump this time. And Haley's more of like a uh, kind of a Romney, uh, who you know, open border tax raising globalist. But how Haley handles Trump attacks is going to prove vital 
to her campaign, which I don't think is, you know, I don't think it's up for very long. I really don't. I don't see that happening past South Carolina, at least maybe in the furthest end. But either way, the way she handles the Trump attacks is going to reflect on her right away because I don't think she has the stamina, the guts, the ability, the strength to be able to handle personal attacks that are going to come at her. You know, women are not like men. They still have emotions uh, to a higher degree than men do. And I think Trump's going to get under her skin and she's going to just reveal herself and reveal who she really is. Haley restrained herself during the Iowa caucus from attacking Trump too hard. Um, he said he was the right, uh, she said he was the right uh, man for the, you know, the job at the time, you know, basically. And uh, that if he got uh, convicted on one of these false charges, she didn't say false charges, but we know they're false charges, that, you know, she would uh, um, pardon him. Oh, well, you're so magnanimous, aren't you? You're wonderful, Haley. Thank you very much. Uh, but that's not what we're looking to hear. We don't want to hear about you willing to pardon Trump. We want to hear that you're going to get out of this campaign right now and stand behind Trump because that's what we need to move forward. She's uh, also done something that I think has caused her great harm in the rest of the country. Should she try to hang in longer than South Carolina? And that is she keeps saying the statement, chaos follows him. Um Listen, you can't say chaos follows him because he's not the one that's implementing the chaos. It's the left-wing crazies. It's the media that's causing all the hype, right? I mean, that's what's happening. Like it or not, Nikki, we don't want to hear how bad Donald Trump is. We don't care. We don't care how you paint him. We don't care. We've heard about it for eight years. And listen, even if they convict him of something, we still won't care. And I believe it's going to solidify the base even stronger. So there's no candidate left in the field like Donald Trump. There's none on the left for sure. And between you and Donald Trump, I got to tell you, MAGA all the way and you have no choice. So here it is right from the horse's mouth, folks. Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee and will be the next president of the United States in 2024. I'm Mike Kahlo for Exposed, the Kahlo podcast. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country of America.